Sustainability Unwrapped, a conversational podcast about responsibility, ethics, inequalities, climate change, and other challenges of our times, where science meets practice to think about our world and how to make our society more sustainable one podcast at a time. Good afternoon to all our listeners. Welcome once again to Hunkins Sustainability Unwrapped podcast series. There's an African proverb that goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Two days ago on December 5, the International Volunteer Day, or IVD, was celebrated. The UN General Assembly instituted this celebration in 1985 to promote voluntary work and encourage governments to support volunteering efforts at local, national, and international levels. These contribute to the Sustainable Development Goals, or commonly known as SDG. This afternoon, our topic focuses on volunteering, simply defined as a free act of an individual or group to give time or service to others. In the context of our podcast series, we will discuss volunteering as an invaluable asset from the academic, corporate, and of course, personal perspectives. Society and organizations need people who are not just gainfully employed, but also meaningfully engaged with and in their community. Volunteering and intergenerational dialogue can help citizens develop a sustainability mindset. With us today are Kaisa Vainika, Social Responsibility Manager at UPM. Welcome. Thank you very much. Henrietta Grünlund, Professor of Urban Theology from the University of Helsinki. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. And joining us from London, one of our graduates, Daniela Sumelius. Nice to have you with us. Thank you so much. I really look forward to the conversation. Great. Okay. And I'm your host from Hanken, Marison Gaitos from the Center for Languages and Business Communication. Would you like to share something about yourself? Yes, I can start. Uh, I'm Henrietta, as mentioned, Professor of Urban Theology in the University of Helsinki. And I have done a lot of research on volunteering and, and issues related to volunteering for many years now. Already started in my doctoral thesis uh, years ago and after that done research on, on several Finnish and international research projects on, on the issue. I have, uh, for example, done research on the motives of volunteering, the role of values, worldviews and cultural contexts in volunteering and the interaction between volunteering and identity work. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. My name is uh, Daniela and uh, I graduated from Hanken three years ago. My major was in marketing but I also completed the study model in corporate social responsibility. Uh, in my master's thesis, encouraging young students to volunteer through social marketing, I then combined these two fields of study. After graduating, I moved to London and uh, began my career in digital marketing. I currently work as a client development manager at the Publicis Group Agency, CJ Affiliate, and uh, in my spare time, I play tennis and take boxing and dance classes at my local gym. Oh. 
but I also volunteer for Save the Children and enjoy enrolling in other volunteering projects as opportunities emerge. Fantastic. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am I am Gaisa and I work as a social responsibility manager at, at UPM. Uh, UPM is a publicly listed uh, global company operating in the uh, forest and, and paper industry. And my job is uh, in brief is to develop UPM's social agenda uh, together with our businesses and also functions. Majority of my work is is currently related to business and and human rights, but but I also coordinate uh, our share and care program um, where employee volunteering is is one way of giving support uh, to our local communities and also of course also engaging with our local communities. Wow, that is wonderful, wonderful. Thank you again for each one of you sharing your time to discuss volunteering with us today. Our listeners will certainly appreciate the wide perspectives from our group of guests representing the academe, the corporate world and the personal experience. Mm, talking about experience, have you done any volunteering yourself? I mean, we've heard Daniela say so, but what about Henriette and, and Kaisa? Well, I'm happy to start as okay. <laughs> you referred to me first. So uh, currently I am a boutique shop volunteer at one of the Save the Children's uh, shops in Notting Hill. Um, this is one of the 22 Marys and uh, living and giving boutiques that can be found around the UK. Uh, so moving to a new city, uh, one needs to sort of rebuild their so social circle. And uh, even if I've been lucky to find close friends at work and also via my hobbies, it has been really exciting to further expand that social circle with the amazing fellow volunteers at Save the Children UK. So when you join a volunteer a volunteering activity or volunteering group, you immediately get welcomed with this sense of community feeling. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I also volunteer, yes. Uh, I was actually a volunteer before I started researching volunteering. And uh, when I was younger, uh, I took part in human rights work, for example, and answered calls in, in different helplines. Today, it's more related to my work and my expertise in, in volunteering. So I collaborate with and, and volunteer as an expert member in boards and, and different working groups of different nonprofits who who work among volunteers and, and with the collaboration of volunteers. So if I draw from my own research, I would say my motivation for this combines uh, quite typical uh, starting points for volunteering. So. I have wanted to make a difference and, and still want to make a difference in societal issues, which I find important. Um, I also, also need to uh, find ways to show compassion for people in difficult situations. That is important for me. And I have found volunteering to be a way to carry out uh, principles and values that are important for me personally, and which I also want to uh, promote in our society. Thank you. That is so beautiful. I think I'm a little bit of an exception here in this group since uh, I do not think that I have 
that I had ever officially volunteered before I started to coordinate uh, UPM's uh, volunteering program. But now due to my, my position, I have had the chance to engage in various uh, employee volunteering activities. And I think uh, one of the most meaningful experiences was, was uh, spending a day at, uh, as an instructor in, in uh, or at Yrityskyla, which is a kind of a learning environment for, for sixth graders in, in Finland and kind of a mini city where, where the uh, students work in a, in a profession, so in a company or, or similar and, and earn money for their, for their work. And I, I, I truly think this, this concept is an, is an excellent one and, and teaches so many important things about our society and during the day it was a eight hours day if I remember correctly and I was uh, literally moved several times uh, about the uh, let's say the openness and and the teamwork and the skillfulness of of the of the children and uh, being able to see so close how 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 the uh, workers and consumers of the of the future behave was was really a, a unique experience for myself. That really sounds fascinating. In fact, I checked the website and and it's impressive what these children can do. You know, and that's thanks to to what corporations like UPM would be doing. Okay, it's truly a marvel to hear how businesses in Finland are starting now to incorporate volunteering in their agenda. On my part, I've always been involved in volunteering since my university years back in my home country, which is the Philippines. While living in Finland, I have continued volunteering in various ways. For example, since 2015, I have coordinated the student and staff volunteer work between Hanken and Folkhelsen. We've had some of our students, teachers, and several exchange students involved in activities such as French and German conversation classes, IT help for the seniors, concerts, chess games, and numerous cultural get-togethers hosted by our foreign students from China, France, Nigeria, Korea, to name a few. Our student volunteers have also hosted the seniors' visit to Hankin on two occasions. The guests were welcomed by the rector, were given a tour of the university and also the special art exhibit we had last year on the occasion of our 110th anniversary. And moreover, they were entertained by our very own Lucia with her singing. After the first visit, the coordinators from Folkhelsen sent me this message on the part of the seniors. They said, we were welcomed really kindly by the students. Everything was arranged so well. It was fun to visit the library and see the quote-unquote silence chairs. So many young people. Lucia sang for us. That was the best. Ten plus. When can we do it again? The seniors came for only two hours in the university, but it made such an impact on them that we decided to make this an annual tradition. However, this year, is exceptional because of the pandemic, so no visits are organized. Without doubt, the pandemic has put on hold a considerable number of activities and traditions. The limited physical presence is naturally affecting everyone. On the local scene, for example, one of the newspaper headlines stated last November 10, people battle loneliness during pandemic. 
And according to the Finnish Institute for Health and Welfare, younger, more educated people were slightly more prone to experiencing loneliness than those who were older and less educated. And that is something to think about. But on the positive side, and going back to our topic, the pandemic has revived solidarity in society, in general, fostering a lot of volunteering activities. Is volunteering trendy, opportunist, you know, for the sake of a good CV or a good brand name, or is it altruist? I think, let's say, I, I can comment comment first on, on this, and I think there there are, certainly there are various motives on uh, for, for volunteering, and I would not personally call one one better than than the other uh the pandemic has well like you said has certainly encouraged people to 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 help help others and and i think we've we've seen this very clearly in the in the businesses as well and and i think at the same time uh i believe it has encouraged many companies to think uh, of fresh and and even more impactful uh ways of uh, of volunteering and and if we think about volunteering in general for us as a company, it's of, of course about helping people and supporting uh, communities, giving giving time or expertise in, in courses we as a, as a company care about. Since as a, as a large and as a profitable company, we, we have the opportunity to do so. And of course, we we believe that with this kind of activity, we can have a positive positive impact on, on, on society and the local communities surrounding our operations. But but I see a lot of, let's say, opportunities for 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 us, us as well or for our direct benefit also. So I think volunteering volunteering can, can really broaden your horizons and, and, and dispel uh, prejudices and it can make you see things in a new way. And, and uh, if we think about the uh, evolving landscape of uh, work and, and, and business, I, I see a lot of opportunities in promoting diversity, including developing our, our people and, and, uh, and of course, creating empathy. Uh, thank you. From my side, I believe that um there are often personal incentives behind our decisions to engage in any type of volunteering as individuals. However, the incentive can be very innocent, such as the fact that you would like to try something new or or perhaps just meet some new people. Um, and yet you choose to volunteer over engaging in any other type of activity, which always brings an element of altruism to the volunteering. Mm. I have noticed that the pandemic has increased the empathy towards the homeless here in London. Uh, the lockdown limits the numbers of people on the streets uh, who the homeless are so dependent on. And uh, this has led uh, me and my friends to have begun to more actively stop to ask the homeless if they would like to have anything from perhaps like a ne nearby shop. Um, most often they ask for something small like a soda. And this type of everyday unorganized volunteering goes unreported and is often driven by empathy 
Uh, and uh, these actions, of course, they do make us feel better. And therefore, one could argue that uh, the elevated mood that we get from that activity is the personal incentive in this example. Uh, and then, of course, we see trendy volunteering opportunities emerge out of the pandemic as well. And uh, often they gain a lot of exposure on social media. But I think we see more fundraising activities rather than volunteering activities on social media. Uh, for example, again here in London, uh, we saw the Run 5, Donate 5 Pounds and uh, Nominate 5 campaign that run on Instagram. Uh, but social media is a great catalyst for good causes and hopefully anyone participating in these trendy one-off volunteering or, or fundraising campaigns realize the positive impact on society and get inspired to volunteer also in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, I fully agree with what uh, Daniela said and, and I think and, and also research shows that nothing we do is basically purely egoistic or, or altruistic, but always our behavior is a mixture of both. And, and these also do not exclude one another. So uh, compassion, wanting to do good things to other people, they are innate features in, in all of us, in all human beings. And they are very often carried out in, in volunteering then. And this is also something that makes volunteering very rewarding. But again, I think building a CV or uh, participating in a trend, they're also perfectly good motives to do something proactive. In addition to uh, these kinds of motives, volunteering can also be very much fun. <laughs> it can give you new friends, uh, it can give you something productive to do, etc., etc. And uh, a very central incentive for volunteering is that someone has asked us to do it. So we need these kind of uh, wake up calls to take part. And, and I think the pandemic has been one wake up call, which has in a way awakened our values and, and, and our wish to help and, and our altruistic thoughts as we are reminded that uh, there is kind of a need for, for our input. Mm -hmm. I think Henrietta, uh, what you mentioned is, is rewarding, that volunteering is rewarding is, is definitely true. You had done on the spot, which brings up that point that, um, Daniela, your research back in 2018 has actually been an inspiration for this podcast. And um, you enumerated 12 positive consequences, you know, kind of the rewards in participating in a volunteering activity. Uh, such rewards as um, fostering a good mood, you know, improving social skills, learning about intergenerational dialogue, having fun. But then you also state that there was one negative side to volunteering, and that is the lack of time. Now, if volunteering does so much good for the individual, why is it not a common phenomenon in our society? Is lack of time real or or is it a false excuse? This is a really good question. Um, the students I interviewed for my study struggled finding a volunteering job in the in their preferred field, which uh, did at times lead to decreased motivation to volunteer. So um, to illustrate, one of the respondents in my study explained, 
it's so much easier when someone just gives you the place like here it is do you want to help so i think um quite a bit of time is simply spent on finding the volunteering opportunity especially if you want something regular before i got my volunteering job at save the children i had contacted four charities none of which wrote back to me and to secure my job at Save the Children, I had to formally apply with a cover letter, provide two references, and also have an informal chat with the shop manager. Wow. <laughs> so that's uh, quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. Yeah, so now that I have found my place, I volunteer once uh, or twice a month uh, for a few hours in the weekend. And uh, I'm confident there are opportunities uh, out there that also fit uh, even the busier schedules for me it's uh, refreshing to surround myself with people who have nothing to do with digital marketing and prefer to speak of completely other topics um, i'm lucky to say that volunteering recharges my batteries if time truly is an issue i'd uh, of course want to encourage everyone who's listening to to take the matter into your own hands and see if your organization could grant a day off for volunteering perhaps uh, that's a common phenomenon here in the uk um, and uh, volunteering quickly becomes a lifestyle so uh, you'll see yourself getting involved in all sorts of volunteering opportunities uh, as they start presenting themselves so when you do find volunteering enjoyable you'll begin to prefer it over other activities and uh, in that case lack of time is no longer really an excuse Beautiful. Uh, yeah, that's well said. Yeah. And, and actually, if we look at the statistics on volunteering in Finland, volunteering actually is a rather common phenomenon also in our society. So up to 40% of Finns volunteer annually. And this, of course, does not uh, include all people who do helpful things for their family members or relatives and friends or spontaneously on the street, for example, as, as we heard before. However, it does seem uh, in our society, unfortunately, that people who are at the risk of being excluded from our society or in the risk of being excluded uh, volunteer less than those who are already connected in many other ways too. Uh, this might be a lack of social networks or a lack of self-confidence, for example. Whatever it is, I think uh, our society needs more bridges between schools and volunteering, for example, unemployment offices and volunteering, etc., to make volunteering more equal and find ways to encourage all people to find their place and, and gain the good effects from volunteering that we, we heard of. But uh, at the same time, I think lack of time really is a true hindrance for many. Many people are stressed and burdened in, in today's societies. And I don't think that anyone should be blamed for not volunteering. I think it's really important that volunteering remains voluntary, you know. Um, but in some cases, as, as Daniela really nicely described, volunteering can also provide a great way to take some time off or to get something back to find a meaningful hobby in a way which gives more than it takes. Also in my uh, research interviews I have encountered really nice stories about this. For example, one young woman 
who volunteered as a friend to an older lady. Uh, this volunteer was a really, really busy business person building a career and, and so on, and definitely didn't have extra time. But she called these visits to meet this older lady, her retreats. So she said there were these moments when she forgot everything else and just focused on being present with this other person. And always when she left the apartment of, of this lady, she said she felt uh, rested and inspired. So they were her retreats as well. But I think most of us could actually say that is one of the rewards, you know, for a very small deed, you gain a lot. And this is one of the things that I wanted to share from the, the student volunteer work here at Hankin. One of our students hosted a weekly French conversation group at the residence in Ruskeasuo, which is just 15 minutes by bus from the university. She wrote one day and said, the conversation group is going well. I have five participants and always a few interested ladies that do not speak French, but enjoy listening. I always start by asking how the week has gone, if anything particular has happened. Most of the time, the response is that due to their old age, nothing really happens. But still, they manage to tell interesting and exciting stories from Falkhausen. Old age is not an obstacle to experiencing new things. After some chatting, we usually read the French newspaper I take with me and discuss current events. The ladies have wished that I would someday take my dog, Charlie, to Falkhausen as he understands only French. Now, I thought this is, this, this is a simple meeting. She goes for half an hour to that residence and the contact benefits both parties. I, I think if we come back to the, uh, let's say the beginning of, of this question in terms of the time, time challenge, and I, if I think about this from the, let's say, uh, employee volunteering point of view, I, I think uh, lack of time can, can be a, a true challenge for many, many, but, but I also, uh, or what I've seen in practice is that if companies really invest in, in, in organizing employee volunteering and, 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 uh, and the volunteering itself, it's, it's really something that more and more employees will just take the time and it will be prioritized but just like in society also also in many business a lot comes down to the question of equality like Henrietta also noted uh, yeah. are all employees given the the opportunity is it possible is it practically possible yeah. and and how how do we uh, then make sure that no one feels the pressure to do so that it it will be always voluntary. Yes, that is very true. That is something that needs to be to be maintained. That it is always out of free will. Now, as we can see from everyone's contribution, there are many forms of volunteering. What has worked uh, really, according to your study and experience? Um, moreover, since a good majority of our listeners are young people. How can they be encouraged to see volunteering as a sustainability investment? Well, volunteering is extremely individual. So I think what works for one person mm. does not work for another. But this 
on the other hand, in my opinion, actually is the great benefit of volunteering. Yeah. Volunteering gives me the access to do things that are meaningful to me in ways that are appealing and suitable for me personally. Right. So we do not always find a job that perfectly suits our needs, for example, and gives us experiences of meaningfulness or whatever it is we are looking for, but volunteering can do that. I completely agree with Henriette and, and to continue sort of on that same argument. Uh, in my study, most young students best enjoyed, uh, enjoyed their volunteering experience when it was something in their field of interest, such as volunteering at a music festival, which also would then give them access to all the concerts mm -hmm. at the, that same event. Uh, it also helped if the volunteering opportunity was presented to them via any type of institution or organization, such as their school, the church, or via their hobbies. Mm, and of course, since lack of time often is the main barrier for volunteering, it's uh, important that the volunteering opportunity is close by, so that time is not spent on commuting. Indeed, you know, and that's why we've got this in Falk Helsen, which is simply 15 minutes away from the university. Well, I think with our group, we can certainly go on for hours talking about volunteering as a meaningful contribution to sustainability, but I think time is running short. Would each one of you give our listeners one last food for thought? Um. I'd like to say that volunteering is like creating your dream job and wow. at the same time uh, at the same time you can make a difference make the world a better place and or feel the special joy of helping someone who needs a hand finding one's match is what works in volunteering beautiful thank you mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to still touch upon the question if volunteering really is a sustainability investment. Mm -hmm. So volunteering can be seen as an investment since you are investing time as a resource. Mm -hmm. And then to argue that volunteering is a sustainability investment is also quite simple. Uh, if we want to reach structural sustainable change, we need to mobilize communities. And to do that, we need to see changes in behavior on individual level. Uh, I'd like to quote some of my respondents from my research. If a lot of people are working for the same thing, a lot can be achieved. Things would be taken care of quickly and easily, and you're able to affect things. I guess that it's a good thing that the society does not have to pay salaries and things get done anyway, and that there are more people willing to do something. Volunteering helps the people who are in the worst position in society. So for these people, the help received by volunteers that society does not give must be very meaningful. So maybe society should support volunteering more so that it would be um, in that way, the people worse off would receive more help. Mm -hmm. So those were some thoughts from uh, my lovely respondents in my master's thesis study. And uh, finally, a lot of millennials today struggle finding a purpose in their current jobs. And uh, I'd really like to stretch that uh, not everyone finds a job that's uh, a world-saving, community-improving job. And that is okay. 
uh, you can choose to volunteer outside your nine to five and find meaningfulness and purpose elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very concrete, very concrete suggestion. Mm-hmm. If I think about uh, UPM and uh, many of the volunteers, our volunteers that I have talked about, uh, have told me how the experience has uh, inspired them, them and how, how they have really felt the kind of sense of accomplishment. And I think if, if, if employees are provided uh, with the opportunity to support others in a, in a meaningful way, it can also provide them with an opportunity for societal influencing and making a change and finding the purpose as, as both uh, Daniela and Henrietta noted. And it's clear that many people find this meaningful. And what is also kind of uh, rather self-evidence that many look for a sense of community. And I've seen this happening very much in, in practice at, at UPM. So our people are very happy to volunteer if yeah. if it includes a chance to spend time with their colleagues. So it's a, a sense of community seems to be very important. Wow, wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, finally, to quote another of Daniela's student respondent, the person said, volunteering brings people together, brings us sort of on the same side so that we can improve society. And I think this is what social sustainability is all about. Recalling the African proverb we had at the beginning, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. We want to go far, right? Yes. Yes. And we want to make a difference, right? Yes. 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 Then <laughs> let's stay tuned for the rest of the podcast series. Thank you so much to each one of you, Kaisa, Henrietta, Daniela, for our guests, and of course, our sustainability unwrapped organizers and supporters.